Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of QDT. I'm Troy, how? I'm Raina Harris. And I'm Jana Diaz. And grab your gloves to hold your mugs because the tea is hot. Today we're sipping on our hair experiences. Right, so basically in the Black community, like hair is definitely really important. It's a form of self-expression and it's also, it has like a rich history in our culture. So I feel like a lot of other people like, wonder like okay it's just hair it's not a big deal like who really cares but the thing is like it is a big deal to us especially as black women so I feel like people really need to understand the significance like of our hair and stuff like that like and there's a necessity with it too it's not just a style or something that you do because it's cute and trendy but there's a lot of protective styles and stuff like that that you have to do in order to maintain healthy looking hair and then there's so many different types of those kinds of styles and they're associated with different, um, you know, styles of, like with the faux locks or with mm-hmm. the with the braids and those each communicate something different while still being something that you have to do to maintain like your hair to be healthy. And it's it's a part of the culture since it's something that we need to do. Right. Like, I feel like people don't really understand like the like, the time that it takes to take care of our hair. Like, people always assume that our hair is, like, coarse and aggressive, but it's not. Like, we we put our hair and, like, wrap it in silk and satin every night to protect it. Like, we use all these different products to keep it healthy. So I feel like, it, like it's, it's not just hair. It's also just a way of how we kind of put ourselves out into the world. And because we are so judged so harshly because of it, like, it's it's never going to be just hair, like, to us. And I definitely understand kind of where um, white people come from uh, when they kind of think that um, it's low maintenance because their hair isn't necessarily like high maintenance. Yeah. But um, we definitely have to do a lot more just like make sure our hair is presentable or um, manageable just Mm -hmm. generally. Yeah. Like I can kind of like growing up as a kid, like hair days was always like a full day (laughs) event. Like. I mean, like, I, I grew up with two sisters, right? So it was whenever we did hair day, like, we were doing everybody's hair. I mean, washing, shampoo, leaving conditioner, detangle, blow dry, straighten. Like, it was a full day thing. Like, it was never, it was always, like, a process to do. It was took about, like, two hours per person. So, yeah. you know, it was always, like, like, I, like, when it was wash day, I got my, my movie ready, my books ready. <laughs> like, I was going to be sitting down for a while. <laughs> I would have to set aside time yeah. for it only, like canceling plans <laughs> just to <laughs> just to make sure my hair is like healthy and and presentable, and you know, and I think that's an important thing too because it's like something that every like black girl gets to experience, and like you get to like sit down with your mom and she's doing her hair and she's doing the braids and combing it out and detangling it and stuff, and I think that's just another thing that contributes to how it's kind of rooted in the culture. It's right. like you grow up with it and then you get to pass that on and you, you learn how to take care of it and do it yourself. It's just like this thing that's ingrained in our society that a lot of people don't get to know about or experience if you're trying to replicate these things with a different hair texture. Exactly. Yeah. Um, my mom, she used to make us do texturizers because really? I mean, it was just too terrible. Yeah, it's like every, <laughs> <laughs> like every major event, it was a new texturizer. I hate the small texturizers. But um, 
it took so much time and my hair was still nappy even though it was texturized it was so <laughs> difficult like oh my god it, and I actually ruined my hair so I had to like cut it off and start from like scratch when I yeah when I wanted to yeah. go natural again yeah I feel like whenever when it was when it was Easter Sunday or if we had a special event to go to concerts whatever like my mom will bust out the flat iron like and you can you can <laughs> yeah. smell like the the heat from it you really have to spray the heat protective stuff in it like like we will always like straighten our hair for like special events and then I like I realized that it kind of shows that wearing your hair in its natural state is almost like you can't do that for special events like it has to be like straightened or like curled with a curling iron or something like that so I feel like it's I think it's important to kind of like break that cycle and like no like wearing your natural hair like whatever hair texture it is like you can wear that for special events you know what I'm saying yeah and then on top of that it's like you're already trying to fit into the stigma of like the natural or the straight hair is better like yeah. for special occasions and stuff and then when you try to do that it's never as straight as the other people <laughs> I remember <laughs> or that he I remember in, in, the in middle school I like t- um this kid he came up to me and then he was like um how come when you move your hair or when you move your head your hair doesn't move with it when your hair was straight and I was like <laughs> I was like, okay, it's time to go natural, you know. <laughs> no. Elementary school when it was picture day, my mom was straight my mom was straight in my hair in the morning. And then of course like, we would have recess, right? So I'm running around outside. My hair is bigger than Texas. We go. I remember this is like almost like first, second grade. My hair poofs up so bad. My hair does not fit in the like in the picture. Oh. Like it was oh that poofy. Like it's, after you pick the cute yes. little background and everything just for it yes. <laughs> and I'm like and the thing is like i'll have to wake up early like before school so she can like do it so she does all that work i'm tired and then i go sweat it out at recess and then like it's not even a good picture anymore <laughs> oh god and i used to be like if you go out there and run <laughs> recess, <laughs> like, like if those roots are not being the picture you're, you're gonna get in trouble i was like <laughs> I'm staying on the blacktop today. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. And uh, what it used to always get me is when, like, she would burn your ear. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would just, you would, like, be, you would be sitting so still because she'll whack you with the comb if you move. <laughs> and then the, she'll end up, like, burning the tip of your ear or whatever. And she's like, well, you wouldn't have gotten burned if you didn't move or whatever. And, like, so then you have, like, a little scar on your ear and then you're going to school with your hair, like, smelling all fried and uh, it was just uh, i used to be so self-conscious about my hair smelling like yes. it was burnt like i'd be like yes. no i need some dry shampoo i don't even i don't need, dry shampoo does not even work for my hair but i yeah. literally would do it like just so that my hair didn't smell like the flat iron literally i was also so scared of the swoops you know the little curls that they do at the they bottom bump the or bumping the ends oh, oh. <laughs> i would never i hated that i would look like james brown okay like i would i would it was Ugh. Like I would be like, oh, can you just do it straight? And she'll be like, okay, I like a little bump on the ends. She bumps the heck out of it. So now my I look like Edna from Incredible. Like with the big, it was just I I hated doing the bumps. I hated. I feel like Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> I hated the bumps. Like that was like, like elementary, middle school. I feel like going into high school. That's when I started to really like do my own hair. And yeah. that was that was a trial and error process. Like I was good at like wash like freshman year, like I could like wash and like kind of blow dry my own hair. 
like having to like wake up in like early in the morning and like find a way to style it with it looking good knowing that you know I have gym class so like I can't sweat it out like that was always such a difficult process for me having to like figure that out on my own for sure and like all those YouTube videos that you would watch and like try to do the little twist like oh shoot I'm watching a girl with 3A hair (laughs) (laughs) not turning out the same but I think it's definitely like a trial and error process for each girl like once they like come into their own and they're realizing okay I don't have to straighten it every day like I did like when I was younger and stuff like that but like that process was rough because like we definitely had some bad catches oh my goodness (laughs) it was a mess it was such a mess like I remember I would I would try and like straighten my hair myself but it would never get as straight as it would be like if I like got it done like at the shop so I could like wear my hair down for like maybe like two days maybe three (laughs) And then it's poofy. So then I'm like, okay, I have to like either put it up in a ponytail, up in the bun. Because I can't do those like little cute styles like a half a path down or whatever. Because like it's going to get poofy because I got gym class third hour. So having to find styles mm-hmm. was always just so difficult for me. And I'm like, I'm waking up early in the morning. Like, I, like I'm rushing to get out of the house. So by the time I get back home from school, like my hair was just, it was rough. <laughs> I also think, like, a lot of the styles that, like, I would look up and see were always catered to, like, longer hair, even if it was natural. My hair was very short. So even if I wanted to do a half up, half down, my hair would not allow it. (laughs) (laughs) The ponytail, there's always pieces sticking out. It was just, yeah, just very difficult. (laughs) When the up is the same length. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like what people don't talk about also is, like, having to change your outfits and like your wardrobe to like match your yes like there was like shirts that I like couldn't wear because I'd have my hair in like a poof or something or like my hair would be too big like when it's in braids or something to have those cute little tight halter top things like I couldn't get it over my head yeah (laughs) like it's (laughs) it changes everything like depending what stage you are like with your your hair journey right like I I thought when I would wear my hair natural to school, like I, I would wake up so early just because, like, okay, I have to like wet it with a spray bottle, leave a conditioner, mm-hmm. and then like I would have to make sure like it, like it, it, nothing's like sticking out. So I remember like I would get to school and sometimes like my hair would still be like dripping a little bit. So now I have like water on my shirt. It was just, yeah. and like, and you can't like, okay, you can't wear every style with certain outfits. Like, sometimes, like, a certain, like, outfit's just not going to go with your hair, so you have to find an outfit that goes with yep. that. And then you okay, like, okay, I have gym class now, or I have, like, practice after school. Like, we're going to be doing, you know, 200 repeats. Like, I can't sweat up my hair. You know what I'm saying? So having to figure that out. Like, I'll have to plan the night before. Like, okay, I'm going to wear it this way. I'm going to need these products. Like, I'll have to go find the products, make sure I have them in my bathroom. Like, get the spray bottle ready, get the towel ready. Like, and you had that comb on standby. I <laughs> yeah. remember <laughs> every day you would be pulling that out of your backpack, making sure. <laughs> I would bring a comb, and I I have products. Listen, I have my my comb, my brush, my bobby pins, extra hair ties. Because I like I can't get caught lacking at school. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, nobody wants to be that girl. Nobody wants to be that. No. And also, like, I think, like, the swimming unit oh, for us God. was, like, it just, it's, like, it's just a whole nother type of therapy. It's just awful. 
terrible. It's so bad. Like, <sighs> I, I would get braids before the swimming unit sometimes. On time, yep. but my mom would always make the hair appointment like too late, and then oh so goodness. I'd have to go in for like two days with my hair natural. <laughs> and then so I honestly I don't remember what I did, but I know my hair was not looking at its mm-hmm. best. It was not looking at its best um, mm-hmm. any of those times. And then when you get out of the pool, like everyone else is just like, "Oh, I'm gonna go put my hair under the hair dryer. Right. And it's gonna dry." And I'm oh walking around with my braids dripping down my back for no. the entire rest of the day. It did not matter what hour I had gym. Like, it's just a mess. It's just, Mm-mm. it's so rude. No, really, yes. I, I definitely dropped that $150 for that mm-hmm. <laughs> for the for those three weeks <laughs> swim class. <laughs> just so I didn't have, like, an afro, like, for the rest of the school day. I remember I didn't, I took swim my freshman, I think in my sophomore year. I didn't do braids or anything like that, but, like, looking back at it, I really wish I did. Like, I was wearing my hair natural, like, those two, three weeks straight, like, however, like, long that unit was. And I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I would, I I remember I would wet wet my hair in the morning, put leave-in conditioner, and then put it in a puff or a bun or whatever. And it would go get wet. I have to, like, re-smooth it down in the locker room. And we have, like, ten minutes to change. So it would always just be, like, a hassle. And I would do this literally every day. Like I don't like I used up so much products. You know how much money that is? Like <laughs> it's so expensive. It was so expensive. Like I should have just gotten braids or something, but I feel like whether you had braids or whether you didn't, it, like swimming was always just such like you had to plan for it every day. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like And then on top of that, so like the whole um you know, protective styling, like, okay, you get, you get braids over the summer, so you can go swimming, or, like, for gym class, or to exercise, stuff like that, and then you get people who scrutinize yes. you for it, like, I remember in gymnastics, I think I, that's, like, when I got my braids for the first time, and this girl, like, every single day, she's, like, that's not your real hair, like, your hair was not that length, like, before you got them done, I was, like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that, but it's, like, you're, you're doing this thing that you just, like, have to do, because, like, you know, that's what that's what your hair requires, but then people still aren't ready to accept that or just, like, want to scrutinize you for it, and it's just so exhausting. Right. I, I feel like Black girls wearing any protective style, it's so, like, it's so almost, like, somewhat traumatizing because people are always going to criticize you or degrade you, or, like, they assume that, like, you have no hair underneath, like, you have, like, quote-unquote nappy hair or whatever, so, like, you have to get braids, you have to get twist or whatever because like you can't you know go out in public with like whatever like hair you're like whatever hair you have and stuff like that and like yeah. that's it's not I feel like it's so I don't know it's degrading because so many black girls are they either afraid to get protective styles because they don't want to be bullied for it by their peers or even by adults I mean going to school with any like hairstyle as a black girl like kids always want to touch it or teachers are always mm-hmm. like oh like is that your hair how'd you get that done or they just they just say like <laughs> they say like it's like just weird comments that they think it's okay like especially the adults like I remember one of my teachers she was like how did you how did you get your hair like that like it was different two days ago like and I'm like magic you know like it's <laughs> <laughs> just like wearing protective styles like in high school is just always such a like you really have to just like kind of prepare yourself for that I think yeah and I understand, like, a level of curiosity, mm-hmm. but, like, to embarrass me in front of the entire class right. because you're curious is just, like, inconsiderate. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It just, 
it just doesn't sit right with my spirit. <laughs> it never sat right with me. I didn't like it ever. I never like they'd ask me questions yeah. or be like, wow, like that's so intricate. How long did that take? I'm like, oh, a couple hours. And she's like, wow. Like, I'm like, can we learn Spanish? <laughs> I want to learn Spanish. <laughs> like, let's talk about Spanish. Like, they, can, they can't fathom, like, for that much, it's like, they can't get their head, like, their head over it, like, like, when I remember I wore braids, I should have been braids for class, and, like, people were just so, like, fascinated, they're like, how did your braids get, like, did you grow your hair out, like, for that short of period of time, do you get it to the point, like, when you take it out, like, does it come out wavy, or, and, like, like, I, like, I get, like, the fascination behind it, but it's almost like they treat you, like, you're at a petting zoo, like, they, mm-hmm. like, they touch it with yeah. that. Yeah, like they'll just like take like grab one of your braids and just kind of like stroke it or just look at it like, and I feel like you can you can just, like you can say like like that you like the style without treating me like um in like a zoo. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it'd be so so awkward. I think about this all the time. If you were to just do that to anybody, yes. else, like if there's a girl sitting in front of you and you just leaned over and grabbed her hair, like think about that. That. <laughs> that would not sit right at all with anybody so like why is it okay for you to do that with me and it's like and it doesn't matter what style you do either like I I wore a puff like a lot um in high school and there was this girl anytime she passed me she'd like scrunch it like as she'd go across and we're not even friends <laughs> like I never <laughs> like I had never like spoken to her like more than like two conversations a day or like whatever and we had like class together I'm like I don't know you like that first right. of all and even if I did know you like that I wouldn't like that and then, like, when you have braids and it's, like, long or whatever, then you get people, you know, holding that, like, hefting the weight of it or right. whatever. And it's, like, there's just no way for you not to seem like a... Yeah. And that's why I, that's why people who who aren't Black, like, whether you're white or just another person of color, you just, like, you don't get to have the right to wear our protective styles. Like, whether that's mm-hmm. braids, twists, whatever the case, like, because us black girls go through that with wearing protective styles when you do it people don't go up and touch your hair they don't go up and like scrutinize you or label your hairstyles unprofessional like you don't have to go through that so that's why it's i think you know with other races wearing black hairstyles like that's like part of our culture for them they get praised for it and for us we get looked down upon it we get bullied for it we miss out on opportunities for it you know what I mean? So that's why, like, it, like it's, it's not just hair. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's my issue with it, too. It, I feel like a lot of people try to make it out to be like a, oh, it's it's just hair and, you know, it's not that big of a deal. And you're just saying that because you don't like the way it looks on them. And, like, that's that's not the case. It's, it's more of how deep-rooted it is and how much that we have to go through, like you said. And, um... And it's it's the fact that it's not a necessity for them. Like right. if I if I don't do it, I'm not gonna grow out my hair properly. If I don't do it, I'm not gonna be able to go swimming with my friends. You know, it's that kind of thing. Right. But it's like the only reason that they're doing it is because they think it looks cute and it's trendy, which is, you know, a valid excuse for like maybe an outfit, <laughs> maybe a makeup trend. <laughs> but like you don't need to be sitting in a chair for four hours and getting your hair braided just because you want to. You know. Yeah. Like and not only that, but there's there's history behind yeah. these hairstyles. Like I read this article and it was like like during slavery, like black women like would braid their hair and they would like braid their hair in certain patterns that would lead other slaves to know like know like where to go, like for it was like a map almost, like to show mm-hmm. other like slaves like what houses are safe to go to, what regions are safe to go to, stuff like that. 
or like they would braid their hair and like put like nuts or like seeds and stuff like that in their hair so they would have like some type of sustenance for their journey so and i mean and this goes like far beyond like slavery like back you know like when like in like different countries in africa like a lot of these braids are part of their culture it's part of like their tradition you know what i mean so yeah like there's um there's, it, there's a history behind it like these aren't just some hairstyles that we just created because like oh like, this, this can be cute like there's history and there's 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 history and struggle behind these these hairstyles and stuff like that and there's a whole culture a whole people behind it so that's why I mean people who aren't black who wear these hairstyles who just want to do it because it's cute like not only is it, is it you know not meant for your hair type because like you can put these certain hairstyles on like and your hair will fall out or be damaged from it because it's oh not- my god the dreads <laughs> Oh, no. when they take them out I love those videos <laughs> like there is like and that's the thing too like not only like there's a history there's a culture there's a struggle but like these hairstyles are not made for you in mind like you have a thinner type of hair which isn't bad like your hair just is, is a different texture so it's it can't withstand you know the the weight of braids it can't withstand you know like the type of hair that you use to braid in like that kink mm-hmm. on here or whatever the texture it's not it's not meant for you so like so when your hair falls out it, it wasn't because oh like the lady put them in wrong <laughs> like no it just was not meant for you and not only that but like your hair is literally like society like your your hair is praised in society yes. and you're still gonna take like the one thing that we have <laughs> like this, 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 is, this is what we have and you're gonna take it and wear it and then when you take it out your hair is still your hair go back goes back to whatever right. you had it in before, but we still have to have our hair natural and um, figure out protective styles and pay hundreds of dollars every right. couple months to get our hair done, and you just get to do it like it's a passing fad. I just don't, right? I don't like it. And there are plenty, there are plenty of styles that you know non-black people can wear in their hair, and it's cute. Like you can do bangs, you can you know, <laughs> <laughs> you like you can. You can curl it with the curling iron. You can crimp it. You can do like like the like there's te- there's tons tons of yes. styles that you can do that work for your hair texture and that look cute and that is acceptable to society. And even if you don't wear those styles and you just like wake up and just put it in a messy bun, you know society's gonna praise you for that too. So you don't have to take the one thing that is not part of your culture and then try to appropriate it. Facts, like I. If I was white, like I would dye my hair so often. Like I watch you. I watch these videos so much, and I'm like, it's so easy for them. Like, yeah. like if I did this, like, and like especially when they do the half and half thing. Yeah. Like if I were to like put that in a puff or like have an afro, like it's over. Like it's, it's not going to be that, <laughs> you know, cute little middle part thing. But like, they they have so much. They have so much they can do. They have so many options. Like it's okay. You'll be fine. You don't have to just. The full locks aren't for you, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and even when they do those styles, like it it just it doesn't look good on them. No, like it just doesn't look good. It just doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. So I'm, it looks painful. It does <laughs> <laughs> And like, I don't know. I think that a lot of them um try to pass it off as if they're like appreciating the culture. Right. But instead they're appropriating it. You know, and, like, I think that also kind of leads into, like, having, like, the natural hair movement. Mm-hmm. Like, where they're, like, 
praising people with those coily like those really 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 curly curls right and then they're mm-hmm. like oh my god like i wish my hair looked like that like i w-. but then like as soon as a 4c hair girl comes it's on the over. screen it's like oh <laughs> no oh my god nap <laughs> no uh uh-uh, no so i don't know i i just don't i think that they definitely that movement has definitely been exclusive in the past for sure so yeah i yeah i feel like with when it comes to natural hair in general people always like to be like oh my gosh like wear your natural hair it's so pretty but they really mean a certain hair texture like you have 1a to 4c roughly right so the higher up you go it's like the thicker the, the hair is so i feel like black girls who have like 3a to 3c type hair like they're they, like they can do wash and goes they can you know wake up and you know their hair is just like naturally coily naturally like whatever and like curls and stuff like that and like that's appreciated in society like people like that but whenever you have like a 4a to 4c girl and her natural hair doesn't look like that like her curls aren't like that or anything like like it's just more texturized people love to just hate on you yeah and i'm a i'm a 4c girl so it was it was really hard trying to find hairstyles and stuff because one you know like we talked about it's not a crazed hairstyle but two because of that there's no content on it right like I would be searching for like tutorials and stuff and like trying to figure out how to do things and they were always like 4a or like 3b or 3c or something like that so it's just like super hard to like navigate and figure out what to do on top of already knowing that it's probably not going to be accepted or like praised or anything like that so it's like this like we've talked about like it's like a, a, a journey like where you just know that you're gonna like run into a dead end at some point like somebody's gonna say something but like you just kind of have to go through it I guess yeah yeah and like I feel like with those same girls who have that hair texture like 3a to 3c like it's those same girls who love to like harp on other black girls for not wearing their natural hair they'll be like oh like I, I wear my natural hair every day you know like you should embrace your natural hair like girls who don't wear their natural hair just don't love themselves they don't love their hair and it's like listen you can get up in the morning and do a wash and go okay like I can't do that I'm I'm roughly like a 4a girl so my hair isn't as manageable as someone who has like a 3a to 3c and not only that but being natural is expensive like these hair products are not cheap (laughs) that's so true like the leave-in conditioners the shampoos the curling creams like it costs like 13 to 14 dollars per product so you buy like four of those things you're spending a good chunk of money and then it takes natural hair takes time to do like not everybody has that time so and I don't, I don't think as black girls you should look down on another black girl for not wearing their natural hair as often as you want them to like you don't know their situation and stuff like that you don't know their financial situation their schedules and our hair is so versatile like we can wear it straight we can wear it curly we can do braids we can do twist outs we can do all these different styles so however a girl chooses to wear their hair is their business you know what I mean yes and it's so it's so hypocritical because it plays into the whole thing that we were talking about of non-black people putting black people down for having fake hair and doing that and it's like you're turning around and doing the exact same thing when suddenly everybody's not wearing natural hair the the black hair movement should just be the black hair movement it doesn't need to be the natural movement it doesn't need to be the protect the style movement it's like okay if she wants to straighten her hair let her do that if she wants to have braids let her do that if she wants to wear a puff let her do that you know yeah i agree and when when it comes to natural hair i feel like you know black girls with a certain hair texture or just a certain like 
type of hair like they can like swoop their baby hairs like lay them down whatever so for girls who have a different hair texture like they can't like I can't always lay down my baby hairs okay like that just it just not it's not gonna work out you know I swear to god I have never in my life (laughs) (laughs) when I say this like I mean it with my full chest I have never like swooped laid curled styled my edges successfully not one Mm -hmm. time and I I don't see it in my my hair just isn't It doesn't want to cooperate for that, and and I want that to be fine. I want people to to say, okay, that's okay. Right. Yeah, like I would go to school sometimes with my hair on like a ponytail, and I have edges, I guess, but they definitely do not lay down with the gel <laughs> that I have currently. So I'd go to school, and like someone would be like, oh my god, I love your hair. Like, oh my god, tomorrow you should try to slick your your you should right. like, do your baby hairs. I'm, I'm like, like girl, oh I'm like, you do your baby hairs. Come back and tell me <laughs> how it works out for you. But I just don't, I don't like how they impose, like, mm-hmm. they see something on Pinterest or <laughs> TikTok, and all of a sudden they think that everyone's hair can fit into that little mold yeah. of styling, and uh, I just, I don't know, I don't like that. Yeah. And like finding a gel, too, that will, <laughs> you know, lay your edges the way, like, correctly, and it stays down, you know, that's also a process and stuff, like, not everyone can use eco-style gel, like, not everyone can use like whatever like certain brands so having to find a brand that works for your hair that isn't crazy expensive either is also a process within, like, within itself yeah. yeah and then you have to wear like something to hold down mm-hmm. your edges but then they have a stigma around that too like if right. you're wearing a like a scarf or you're wearing like a head wrap and stuff like that they look down on you for that but they want your hair to be laid so right <laughs> like mm-hmm. like it's like it, it takes like a whole process for you to be like this peak black girl and it, it'll last for like an hour or two. <laughs> like, and they hate you every like, second leading up to that. Yeah. And then even when you get there, <laughs> even when you get there, they hate you for getting there. Yeah. And then when you're coming down, they hate you then too. It's just, it's, it's a never ending cycle of just struggle. <laughs> struggle, hatred. Struggle. Like, we, like, let's normalize just having whatever edges you have. Like, if they lay down naturally, that's great. If they don't, that's also great. Like, we don't always have to have everything so lit and slicked back and everything like that because not everyone has that type of hair where they can do that. So I feel like when it comes to the natural hair movement as a whole, I feel like there's some things within that movement that people need to address because it's not as inclusive as, like, as everyone thinks that it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the focus needs to be on just loving your hair in general yeah. because... I think what they what they were trying to do with the natural hair movement is saying, okay, we don't need to straighten our hair anymore. That's not something that society is going to put on us. So let's embrace having natural hair, which is cute. But then it's like you can also say that and say, okay, I'm straightening my hair for me now, not because I feel the pressure from society to do it. I just think it looks cute and that's what I want to do. Like that needs to be the, the goal of the right. movement instead of let's stop doing this entirely and scrutinize anybody who's doing it because now they're not loving themselves yeah yeah and it's and then not only that but like as well like as long as like you're taking care of your hair as long as it's healthy i feel like people also need to prioritize the health of your hair like you know what i mean so yeah that's why i i don't like it when society likes to you know like look down on black girls for wearing a sew-in or wigs or weaves or anything like that like those are also other forms of protective styles that we use to protect our hair and people just assume that oh like she has a sew-in like she's probably bald headed underneath or oh she's wearing a wig she probably you know 
like is like bald headed or whatever the case is and that's just it's it's not true and it's it's degrading honestly yeah yeah and um i think like um social media is definitely playing a role in like like the um that wigs are being more normalized like tiktok every other video i see is someone mm-hmm. getting a wig and all of yeah. i kind of like like that they're like taking away that stigma because I remember, like, remember that Yaga movement? When they, when they pull just off the pull off the oh wig, pull off the hair, <laughs> just embarrass you in the middle of your class. And, like, so they record it and laugh and edit it and stuff. Like, that was so, like, it was humiliating secondhand. And I don't even wear wigs. Yeah. So It's so degrading. Yeah, it it's was degrading. just, and it was just, yeah. But I, I kind of like that they're making it more acceptable. But at the same time, I don't like how, like, now I have some of my white friends who are like, oh, my God, you know what you'd look so good with? And I'm like. Um, they're like, you should wear a wig. I'm like, girl, I do, girl, I will do what I want to do. With my hair. <laughs> like, you do not need to tell me that. But um, yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely think it's becoming more acceptable now, though. Yeah, I agree, and I feel like nowadays, like there are more forms of ways to look, be to have like the wigs, sewings, and weaves and stuff like that look more natural. So whether that's like the bald cap method for the for the wigs or whatever method you want to use. Like, there's more options not available for Black girls to, like, make it look more like our natural hair or whatever. But at the same time, like, people, like, you can still, like, have it look like, like, your lace can be melted. It can look so good. And people are asking the question, is that really your hair? Like, it looks kind of long. I'm like, maybe it isn't her hair. Maybe it's just, like, a really, really, like, good wig or good weave or whatever. And, like, like this, like, you're going to get hate, like, whether you, you can see the lace or whether you can't, whether you can see the sewing or whether you can't, you know? Like, there's just, there's so much negativity around that. Like, but yeah, I, I feel like also when it comes to, like, sewings and weaves and stuff like that, within the Black community, I feel like Black girls also get hate from, like, Black men when it comes to these styles as well. Like, I feel when we wear these sew-ins or wear these weaves, you know, Black men are always going to assume, like, oh, like, I bet you it's not even hers or, like, like they like do the whole like like yanking it off or whatever and i feel like we get hate from our own community along with the rest of the world and it's it's hard for a black girl to cope with that mm-hmm. i agree and um i definitely had i there were a lot of times throughout high school where i had like sew-ins but i just didn't tell anyone right um because they look natural if you wear them the right way and like i just don't like the fact that if it looks nice or it looks laid down or it looks like especially good a certain mm-hmm. day they'll be like oh is that that's not your hair is right, it? Like, that's not it. your real hair so i just understand why they feel like my hair can't be natural i mean my hair can't be no, smooth it can't yeah. be straight it can't be anything other than poofy unruly uncontrollable yeah i i feel like when you have like a style like that and it like it look like it looks blended whatever it looks good people are always going to just assume like uh, I don't even know if that's her real hair, which just goes to the fact that people just assume that black girls can't have like long natural hair. Like it, it goes back to the whole like, oh, like, okay, she's black, you know, especially if she's of a certain skin tone, they're going to assume like her hair is probably like really, really naturally short. So if she's, if she has any styles, it's like, oh, I don't really know if it's her, you know, like her hair or anything like that. So I feel like that's something that definitely needs to change within the black community and also just like as a whole you know what i mean yeah and um um like black men also i think go through like the same type of thing 
like like and also i saw this video on tiktok and it was like oh um it was like when i go outside and i don't have my hair naturally like uh, necessarily brushed up or you know done to a t Mm -hmm. then everyone's like oh your hair's so nappy you don't take care of yourself but then like white people can put their hair up in like a little messy bun and go outside and that's like a style like that's like they'll they'll go out as if that is like the hairstyle that they have chosen but literally they just like wake up and put it up so i think like there's a lot of stigma around that and then um also like locks right like like um you know that story where the wrestling guy uh had to shave Mm -hmm. off all of his hair because it was like unprofessional to do like when he was competing yeah like i think like it just i feel like now the standard hair type or um style for black men is like waves like yeah everyone loves waves like like, white, like wave check like, let's take off the giraffe <laughs> <laughs> but like why can't like an afro or locks be like you know acceptable right. just as acceptable as like waves are right i feel like locks are always deemed as like unprofessional like whether it's in the workplace at school whatever because to them they're like oh like it looks messy it looks sloppy it looks shaggy whatever but again, there's a history behind locks or the culture behind locks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like with, with black men, like there's also a lot of stigma around like their hair movement, like whether they decide to do waves or for black men who have like curls too, like they have to find products that work for them also mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So again, that goes back to the whole like, like if I see a white person wearing a do-bag, it's like, come on. Like, you're not, <laughs> like, you know you don't wa- have no waves. <laughs> nothing is waving up under right. there. And like, I also think like, like, the locks, some of the stigma around locks is because it just, like, seems threatening to people Right, for some it seems reason. aggressive on a black, yeah. per- like, on a black man. Yeah, like, my cousin wanted to get locks. My aunt was like, uh-uh, no, I don't want you to get shot. I was like, right. girl. And that's the thing, like, black, black people have to worry about that. We mm-hmm. have to worry that, okay, if I wear this certain hairstyle, like, I can't, I hope I don't come off a certain way or whatever because I'm, I'm going to be, like, get treated differently. Mm-hmm. So that goes back to the whole, like, you don't understand, like, you're never going to fully grasp or understand the struggle and the history behind our hair, you know? Like, I'm sure, an, like, another non-Black person probably doesn't have to worry about, like, getting shot or, or getting treated differently just for how they look, how, like, by their hairstyle. So yeah. I feel like that, like, that's a huge important factor when it comes to understanding Black hair as a whole. Mm-hmm. And um, I also think, like, it's kind of weird how... Um, Black men can wear like their do rags out, like to the grocery store, out right. as an outfit, like an accessory. Like, like if, fit or whatever. Yeah, but, like if we were like if I wear a bonnet in Walmart, they'd Mm-mm. take a picture of me and be like, only a Walmart, only a Walmart right. Facebook page. You'll like, be on the shade room. I'm on the shade room, like it's immediate. Uh, so there's definitely stigma around that. I think for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Like when it comes to bonnets, like again, we wear a bonnet. For those who who don't know, black. <laughs> Black girls, like, wear, like, a satin or silk bonnet, a satin or silk scarf at night to protect our hair, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, same thing for guys that they wear, like, a do-rag or a bonnet, whatever the case. So, for those who, like, don't know. So, like, for, like, I see black guys wear do-rags, like, outside. And I'm saying, like, it doesn't look bad. Like, I've seen some, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's kind of good. (laughs) But, like, they can, like, like my brother, right? He can go out to Walmart, Target, wherever, go get gas. He can wear a do-rag. And no one's going to really, like, scrutinize him for it. If I step out in my bonnet to go wherever like it's like i'm gonna get labeled ghetto like oh she doesn't have any class who let her outside the house with a bonnet on you know what i'm saying so i feel like that is also the difference between black men 
hair and like black woman hair like there are certain certain things that we can't do because society deems that as quote-unquote ghetto but like black men can do that and it's okay for them but they're they're praised for it almost Mm -hmm. i feel like and like even with having like shorter hair because if my hair was like the the length of um like okay black men can have like super long or super short hair and it's fine no matter what but if i have short hair i'm bald-headed and i can't take care of my hair right you know, like, I can't do any of the styles that are acceptable for people, like, like unless I want to do finger waves and stuff like that. Right. But, like, my hair type wouldn't even work with finger waves. So, it's just, like, there's just a lot of stigma around just, like, length. Length is so um, huge. Yeah, like, texture, like, the style you do, all that kind of stuff. Right. I feel like people like to almost prioritize length over health mm-hmm. when it comes to hair. Like, a person's hair, a black girl's hair can be down to their ears or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it can be more healthy than another black girl whose hair is down to her her chest, you know? Mm-hmm. Because when, they're two different hair textures, you know? So, you, they're, for one, they're not comparable. But people need to prioritize health over length. Just because that person's hair is long does not mean that it's healthy. They can have heat damage and you would never know. You know what I mean? Or you would know, and you see like the right, natural at the top right. and the straight at the bottom. Like it's you like need to the cut, it, shop. <laughs> cut it off. Just cut it off. Right. I like, but a lot of them hesitate because of the stigma around it. So they'll leave the dead end on right. until it grows out to enough to the same length, so that they don't have to feel like, oh, I don't have enough hair. I can't do mm. the styles I want to do. Right. And that also go like let's talk about shrinkage also. Like, oh, for- <laughs> no. <laughs> like with shrinkage. Okay, for those who also do not know, (laughs) when the black girl's hair gets wet, right, it curls up, like, whether it's a super, super tight curl or a loose curl. So for my hair, when my hair gets wet, I have a lot of shrinkage, meaning, like, when it gets wet, like, my hair, like, coils up, like, super, super tight, so it gets shorter. So people just assume that I just have super, super short hair, and it's like, no, it's just shrinkage, and shrinkage is a different level of intensity for different type of hair textures, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, I have a mixture of, like, 4B and 4C hair, but it's um, mostly 4C. And when I get my hair wet, it, like, clings to my head. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's so hard to get untangled when it dries. But I just don't, I don't know. It's just, I feel like I can't do a wash and go or. Yeah. Or, like, I can't. Yeah, wash I, and goes are, like. Yeah, like, I can't, I can't <laughs> do, I can't do a wash and go. Like, I can barely even leave the house without doing a twist out because. Like everyone, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like they love they love to compliment my hair when I have it like twisted out with the curls and like the coils, but they don't like yeah. to have it. They don't like it when it's actually in its natural state. Yeah, like a, and a person of a different hair texture can also have like lo- like a lower level of intensity when it comes to shrinkage. Like my my little sister, right? She has a different hair texture than I do. So when she like when her hair gets wet, it doesn't shrink up as much because she has a lower level of shrinkage doesn't mean that that's a good or a bad thing it's just her hair texture so i mean that just goes back to the whole length thing like a person who has like really really like high level of intensity when it comes to shrinkage they blow dry their hair and it's like long but you would never know because like their natural hair is a shorter length but regardless of the length health is always important like whether you know whatever style you choose to do you always need to prioritize the health of your hair because health isn't always synonymous with length i think yeah so yeah i feel like that's also really important just to just to be aware of and to like educate yourself on that especially if you're like a non-black person you know what i mean yeah and like just like to kind of close on a more like educational note yeah um you know like ways you can 
this, I guess. Yeah, I like, don't know. Like, desensitize the stigma around, like, black hair. Yeah, like, so just be respectful of Always. our styles. <laughs> like, just don't don't touch our hair without our permission. I guess if someone gave you permission, that's fine. But to reach out and touch someone in any capacity yeah. is Don't do that. Wrong. <laughs> but then, like, to touch something so personal and, you know expensive yes is expensive it's too it's too far yeah and also if you see a black girl and you're like oh like her hair is kind of cute don't ask us if it's our hair if we have in a sew-in a weave or whether we have our hair natural or straight or braids don't ask if it's if it's our hair because that that just shows up oh like we think our hair is nice but if it's nice that means it can't be your hair like black girls have beautiful hair no matter the length no matter the texture Mm -hmm. so if like you can compliment our hair without asking if it's ours and either way, it is ours because either it's growing from our head or we bought it. Mm-hmm. So either way, <laughs> like it's still our hair, mm-hmm. you know. And at the end of the day, like it's it's always like it's not just hair. Hair in the black community is so important, and it has a history. And it's 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 a beautiful way to express ourselves in our culture. So if you're listening to this and you're like a non-black person, or even if you are a black person, you know. It's never just going to be hair to us. It's always going to be, it's always going to represent our traditions, our struggle, our oppression, but also our success and our glory that we have achieved and what we're going to continue to achieve. Mm -hmm. So I think to wrap this up, it's always just important to not only understand that, but to also like respect it and appreciate it too, Mm -hmm. you know? And if you are a Blacker listening to this and you've struggled with your hair in the past like we just want to say like your hair is beautiful Mm -hmm. whether it's you know 3b or whether it's 4c no matter the length no matter the texture like i think it's important to always like to get to know your hair and just to love it and appreciate it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah so this was uh this was qdt podcast we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we look forward for you guys to tune into our episode next week Mm -hmm. bye bye